you hush? Oh my goodness. Can't even wait for the show to start. I, first Hi. of all, you never keep my mic on. I was very surprised. Good evening, everyone. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the yard sign. Um, uh, rough and tumble start as always. Uh, love to have you with us. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, no, the show uh, on, on you know technically what? has launched well. It's, Our producer is amazing. <laughs> she does a great job. Don't try to kiss butt now. <laughs> I have I have fifty. You show 50 up early minutes. one day, and all of a sudden you think you're one the, the day? golden child. I was here five, ten, ten, fifteen minutes early. Yes, you were once. Yes, today it's happened in the past. <laughs> You guys just come strolling in like uh, there's no tomorrow. Thank you for watching the Yard Sun, everybody. It's the uh, <laughs> most important and relevant podcast in politics, the most diverse po political podcast in politics. Uh, your host, as always, Johnny Torres, with some breaking news before we get into uh, today's topics. Well, dun, um, dun, dun. I know. So it turns out uh, from a very official source uh, and in currently breaking all over the media, uh, the FBI did issue a search warrant at the residence of one President Donald J. Trump. Uh, they... Uh, uh, did it earlier today ever since now the president has also released a statement about it uh if you'd like that you can go find it for yourself um you know it's uh you know but it because really i mean look i mean it doesn't matter what he says he's going to say the obvious i mean he said you know obviously that you know these agencies are corrupt which the ab the lately the fbi has been shown has been proven to be less than um uh, trustworthy. Let's just put it that I way. I will say this, that their term in the last administration showed a lot of fact that they are very ins insistent of <laughs> causing problems within yeah. the political realm. I mean, they even caused problems within the last two elections. The photographers are great. Oh, photographers are amazing. The <laughs> photographers for the FBI are absolutely amazing. Crime scenes, great. We can talk about them no more than we should. However... <laughs> Oh, that's a little shout out to our friend Lauren who uh, works for the FBI. She just, does an amazing job. Just got promoted. She's I going know. To the DC She's going to DC office. I know. Hopefully, we're very excited. We're going to send you another. Hopefully, month. she can change the culture up she there. She won't. <laughs> <laughs> so back to uh, well, that's uh, of course breaking news. So yeah, FBI uh, is, has been searching Mar-a-Lago today uh, with an official search warrant, uh, and what they're looking for. God only knows. Um, so the statement from the ex-president, Presidente, uh, says, after working and cooperating with the relative government agencies, this un unannounced raid on my house was not necessary or appropriate. So again, we'll see what comes out of it. Yeah. I was, I'm not surprised. I'm actually surprised it's taking this long for them to pull this card because it's yeah. a big deal to raid a president's dwelling. What was weird was the story that came out over the weekend, and I think it might have been by the New York York Post, um, where apparently on more than one occasion, they had to call plumbers out to the White House uh, to deal with toilet issues. And upon, you know, uh, I guess, trying to fix the toilet issues, they actually found notes written by the president that had been torn up and tried to and are these and, allegations or is, is well it? they had pictures uh, i mean they actually had pictures of these toilets with like notes that had been torn up and tossed into the toilets uh you know and again i mean they allege that they're the notes from the president mm -hmm. um if he did decide to dispose of notes i don't see why that's a problem unless he has to keep everything i think he has to keep everything okay but i wouldn't if it's like a note in his journal, I don't think that goes to the archives. I mean, that's his personal 
private journal. Yeah. But like phone call, phone records are definitely. Uh, but it goes to private. show you how desperate they're getting. I mean, they're look, literally yeah. looking in the guy's toilet for stuff. They really thought that he was like the second coming of Satan. Like that's how, <laughs> that's how intense these people have become. Of course, after today's raid at Mar-a-Lago. Now I'm picturing Henry Hill and Goodfellas, <laughs> you know, and you've got the wife, you know, scrambling in the to- in the bathroom trying to flush all the drugs down the toilet. I mean, you do what you have to do. <laughs> you do what you have to do. As two Latinos in Florida, you do what you got to do. Oh man, that that seems so painful. I mean, just like the thousands of dollars of of drugs and tens of thousands. <laughs> He's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> What did you do? Also, why are you stashing that in the house? Like, you should know better than that. It was the seventies. I know, but still, it was just inappropriate. It's not like they didn't learn lessons in Italy. I mean, it's obvious the Democrats, this administration, Demo- are going. They're going to do anything and everything they can to prevent President Trump from running again. Um, they were obviously went as far to falsify documents. They went as far as to uh, lie to the media with the mm-hmm. Russia collusion, mm-hmm. the Steele dossier. I mean, they they pulled out all the tricks, you know, the first time, um, and they're not done. I mean, and this is literally the worst kind of politics possible, and everything you see in regards to January sixth. Um, and these, these FBI investigations, which originated with the Obama administration, uh, again, these agencies are so huge and they carry over from administration to administration. So the majority of those people are there just because you got rid of a few directors doesn't mean that you've changed the culture. No, not at all. And you know, the person that I was told by of about this, um, this search warrant at Mar-a-Lago works for one of the federal agencies mm. and and you know even he's fed up he says they're completely corrupt inside and out and uh, and that they need to be you know just destroyed they I, need to be dissolved the problem i don't think it's going to be dissolved no it'll never happen but the, the only way that gets fixed is someone going in for eight for two terms i mean that's how you fix an agency from from inside out or is, you or you consolidate i don't you think, know I mean, how are you going to consolidate the fbi well, think about it. I mean, how many three-letter agencies do we have? I mean, you know, combine them with the CIA or combine them with the Secret Service. Do you know or, what the purpose of the CIA is? Well, yes, but what I'm saying is, is that the only way to truly eliminate some of the corruption and you know, and some of the you know, basically underhandedness that's happening is by you know, again, you you cut the 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 snake off at the head. I enjoy all three-letter agencies. I think there's a reason for them, and we need to keep them around. Uh, the only one I can think of that we can get away with getting rid of immediately is the um, Department of Education. I think that's just a farce that's been pushed on people's. But in regards to the FBI, I mean, the FBI's purpose is to focus on in the interior, whereas the CIA but the IRS is focusing buddy, on the Mr. Conservative. The, the IRS is the one that's collecting taxes and making sure people don't do things inappropriate with their tax filings. If you ever run, it's going to be on your mailer. I will we'll never, not get rid of the IRS. I will never run for office. Wants to, to keep the IRS. <laughs> Says he is a rhino. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm loving, by the way, just because it's the two of us. Rhino I'm, Cabrera doesn't work for us. <laughs> he loves the three-letter agency. He didn't vote for the governor <laughs> la- three cycles ago. He wasn't on the ballot three cycles ago. <laughs> and he, he didn't vote at all before 1990. 
Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some of these mailers have gotten so funny oh, and ridiculous. so ridiculous. And we will be doing a show next week about the mailers. So we're bringing them out. We'll put them on the TV. It'll yeah. be good. It'll actually look like we have our stuff together. <laughs> if you still haven't sent us your mailers that you want us to discuss, let us know. And we will definitely talk about it and DM Jonathan or myself. And we will definitely bring them up next week. Uh, someone that's been telling us that she has plenty of them are um, the Adairs have yeah. plenty uh the DeBoers have some that have to go pick them up from them so that happens when you're a super voter i'm, I'm excited get I'm all excited. the cool mail so so some people right. are saying that that the the that the raid is out of control the fbi is out of control oh, i yeah i want to see the paperwork because you know it's going to come out the paperwork for why the the mar-a-lago was raided. because that's a big no, deal. the fbi has been hiding everything that's I a mean, big deal they, will, they still won't talk about hunter biden's laptop you know, we had an inquiry into that, I think, last week. The um, they were questioning the FBI, one of the FBI directors, I don't know if it was the FBI director, you know, in Congress. And, you know, he won't talk about January 6th. He won't talk about Hunter Biden's laptop. He won't admit that the Russia collusion thing was a fraud uh, and, and fake. I mean, again, they're, they're not going to admit to anything. The, way, the reason why I have no faith in the FBI anymore is because the simple fact that, um, oh, the pedophile that, ha that hung himself. What's his name again? Epstein. How, where are the tapes? Where yeah. are the ta where are the right hours and hours of video? We're all his files in and out. No one knows, or they're not computer files. It. The fact that none of that has been has been released is absolutely insane. And they're, they're sitting I mean, and where's all the stuff? I mean, she got off super easy. Where are all the files that she had? And allegedly, you know. she has a lot of stuff on people. But again, that means that she she's a, a walking target if she ever gets out of prison. Well, she's a walking target, but she's also you know again like she may be one of those that. She's leveraging that. We know mm -hmm. she's leveraging that information against very powerful people mm -hmm. who are, may have control over the outcome of her life. Essentially, release it all. I'm I'm surprised it has not been leaked yet. I'm someone It'll never happened. Someone in the FBI will eventually leak. We it. still don't know who actually killed Kennedy. So, <laughs> <laughs> it. You know, Ugh. the Facebook reels can go can get really dark very quickly. Oh, I'm sure. I had no idea. My algorithm, the Facebook algorithm, thought I was a conspiracy theorist, even though I'm a Republican. So right there. Yeah. It's like, it's Nowadays, a, you're, you're, yeah, it's automatic. One, yeah, they're automatically declaring us conspiracy theorists. So evidently. Even though all our conspiracies have become true. True. Evidently, there was some kind of cabal with Marilyn Monroe and both Kennedys. Oh, that that's old. Yes. But because of aliens, and that's why they were all killed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I had no idea that Marilyn Monroe was stripping both of the of the Kennedy brothers. Oh yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, I, I I apologize. Now think about you know because again I was actually talking about this with somebody the other day. Can you imagine in 2022 if John F. Kennedy were president? Can you imagine what would happen if he named his brother as attorney, attorney general. general yes <laughs> like the like the, like how did that fly the original trumps how did that fly back then i have no idea i would think well, i mean talk about white privilege i, I mean, would, the kennedys are I the would epitome i think you could probably get away with, the bushes probably could have got away with that because at least they were in service of some kind and they were somewhat yeah. into like you could put like the like jab into the secretary of education like something like that or i don't know put the 
Ju- uh, Bush Jr. in like I don't know the interior. I mean, even Trump didn't try to give them official. Roles. I know he was like legit. Like, okay, they're not going to get paid. They're not going to get become a They'll just sit in the White they House. They won't have like a real title. No, they'll just embezzle <laughs> money out from the Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Hello, golf tournament. <laughs> Why is it going to cost me $100,000 to play in this round? <laughs> it's not even a full 18. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have to pay for the beer? What is this? All right. So we'll see. I don't know that they're going to disclose much of what they find unless it's truly salacious. And again, uh, unless it truly uh, would prevent uh, Donald Trump from running for president, which is what the Democrats yes. want. Also, I would advise you never to stroll through the New York Post website. I was like, it is nuts. It, the New York Post, man, they don't this care. It's crazy. They give zero. They zero. Uh, it's it's absolutely insane. Uh, also, shout outs to Olivia Newton-John. Um, R.I.P. Shout out? She passed away. Well, I know, but you never shout out. Well, she can't hear us. So disrespectful. I, I, I apologize. It's <laughs> <laughs> getting scolded from the back. Oh my gosh, she was seventy three after a long battle with cancer. So I had no idea she had cancer. That I did not know. I was very. But what's crazy is up until I think recently she was still performing. She was still out there putting on big concerts, and you know, and I mean, she still looked great and sounded great. She looked very good. I didn't see. I I never thought she had cancer. So that no. good kudos to her, and putting on the good fight. Sadly, she lost it, but good job. Yeah. Again, uh, I would just strolling through the New York Post. This is some wild stuff. Evidently, uh, it's like it's like getting on TMZ in a way. It's It's like you just don't feel you feel dirty afterwards. Britney, I have there's there's a half naked picture of Britney Spears on the New York Post. My lord. Yeah. This is okay. I'm, I'm now I'm their news out. stuff is very legitimate. Most of their news stuff checks out, you know, and uh, and and their their actual political and news coverage is is very good. But part of the reason they lose credibility is because all that other stuff they, they have they break some great scandals. Yeah, some absolute great scandals, and they've been a really good on the right and middle. Yeah, uh, yes, I do agree. Sometimes it just goes above and beyond. But yeah, no, at the moment, yeah, we'll see what we get, and we'll we'll post it onto the the group thread as soon as it comes out. All right, let's get into uh, today's actual topics. Uh, aside from that curveball we got right before the show, uh, we'll keep you also updated on, uh, on uh, again the developments on the raid at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be all over the news for the next few weeks. Uh, Warren gets run out unfortunately uh and uh wasn't elizabeth warren um, but for us locally here in tampa bay this did uh make some national headlines more so because uh, again desantis very high profile uh still uh, may end up being the republican ticket to the white house uh especially again if anything goes down in mar-a-lago um and uh Governor DeSantis, he right here in Tampa, where our show originates, uh, decided to oust uh, District Attorney Andrew Warren um, for basically signing an oath or taking an oath not to enforce um, any uh, laws prohibiting uh, abortions uh, and uh, and transgender uh, affirming uh, medical procedures. Uh, so basically mastectomies uh, on young women, um, uh, also prescribing uh, medication uh, to young men and women, you know, for uh, puberty blockers as they call them. Um, and of course, other types of genital mutilation uh, to honestly just kind of put it out there. Uh, but, uh, you know, he, 
signed and stated very publicly that he was not going to prosecute on those things. And uh, that was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back for Governor DeSantis, especially as his, I, I keep saying this was way overdue uh, because uh, unlike in other cities, in, typically in the more liberal cities, we saw this happen. But here in Florida, uh, after the riots of last summer, we saw a lot of prosecutions except here in Tampa. Uh, the area, the University Mall area um, in Northwestern Hillsborough County. Uh, again, it was where the riots really broke out. Uh, they had a freestanding uh, footwear store that burned to the ground. Uh, they uh, destroyed the University Mall, which was already in shambles and, and struggling as we speak uh, as, a, as a business. And of all the people that were arrested uh, for, again, uh, the, the the destruction of private and public property, uh, none of them were prosecuted uh, by District Attorney Warren. And so for those of us that, uh, again, are here local, we had Travis Horn on our show way back when, um, you know, when he was talking about also the fact that he wouldn't prosecute the shooting of uh, somebody that he knew mm -hmm. um, and essentially the murder of somebody he knew um, after a, a bar fight gone wrong um, that happened to have a gun involved. Uh, and, and so I think what Governor DeSantis leveraged uh, to oust him, I think, was just the 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 you know icing on the cake. I mean, for those of us who've been watching him since he got elected, I mean, there's a laundry list of stuff that he should have been ousted for. Uh, and so uh, Andrew Warren was escorted out of his office uh, late last week. Uh, and the Governor DeSantis, you know, spent a good amount of the day here in Tampa um, doing that and a number of other things. And and look, I think it's it's another notch in the belt. Uh, showing that DeSantis is not one to be messed with. I think uh, he he's going to be, I think maybe even more so, because he understands the law. He you know he was a JAG officer, mm -hmm. you know he's an attorney. He was a congressman. I think if he does make it to the White House, he will be Democrats' biggest nightmare, Correct. more so than Trump. Because he will actually be doing, he'll know when to use executive order sure, and when not to. And this is a perfect example of when you should use executive order. So the thread that, the thread that you posted on Twitter, mm -hmm. onto the group chat, I, from Richard A. Harrison, who is an uh, experienced advocate and accepted trial lawyer for over 35 years in the trenches, expert in Florida and local government law, has a thread and we'll post it into the in the larger group chat about about what actually happened as and he starts off as saying like as the ex, uh, chief executive Ron DeS governor Ron DeSantis is has is the only person in the state who has the power to veto a law enacted by this Florida state um, the Florida legislator uh, he, he talks about how there are 20 different judicial uh, circuits in Florida of the 67 counties and Andrew Warren was an elected a state attorney for the 13th district court which is in Hillsborough County. His judicial is an authority. Well, it's only limited to this particular county. Right. And he says, like, at the end of which the day. Which isn't always the case, but in his case, because of the size of the county, I believe it. That's why it's, yes. it, he's limited to Hillsborough. Yes. And look at his constitutional role again. Not Note that it does not include the power to legislate. The state attorney are prosecutors, not legislators. What a state attorney thinks the law should or should not is ultimately irrelevant. There is no veto power when it comes to the state attorneys. And he goes on to say, let's let's deal with the biggest lie that you're being told right now. The governor cannot remove an elected state attorney from office. 
those screaming this at you uh, at you from the left usually including some references to venezuela cuba hitler stalin as dictators are completely wrong everyone please stop saying this immediately you're just embarrassing yourself the florida constitution expressly gives the governor the right to remove local elected officials under the florida constitution uh, articles 4 dash seven dash a i mean it's it's just it's there and so to have these people lying to you i saw something from the from the mayor i didn't honestly i didn't read it because i didn't care <laughs> but it's it, irrelevant it almost was like we're very disappointed that the governor has uh, removed a duly elected official blah 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 and i'm like this individual was telling us that he was not going to follow the law right that is that's not your job to tell me if you're going to do it or not. Your job yeah. is to follow the law and to prosecute. And the fact that you're not doing that is the reason why we had to get rid of you. So I think right. this is great. I wouldn't be surprised if we see more of these come down the pike with the governor. I honestly wouldn't be surprised. And I wouldn't be surprised in other positions as well. If you're seen to have violated sunshine laws, if you seem to have violated other laws completely, you should be removed from office. There, That's yeah. it. Yeah. And, and, and again... I'm interested to see if he continues this, you know, and obviously I think this is going to put all the DAs on notice mm -hmm. um, and they better be real careful because again, it's one of those roles where it's, you're supposed to be apolitical. Correct. Your job is not to further your own views on how the world should be or how your district should be. It's basically to prosecute people who broke the law. That's why, it. Why are you signing letters? Why right. are you signing letters telling me what you are and are not going to yeah. do? I mean, you, you, they should almost be held to the same standard as judges are. Correct. Uh, and uh, judges have done a great job. I, I will say this: the judges that I have run into and I've talked to have never been that political. Even though I know I can kind of tell they're leaning either left or right, I can never fully tell when it comes to certain some judges that we have sitting on the bench now that we can like. Right. I, I can talk to them and I can kind of figure out what's going on, but at the end of the day, I have no idea. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, I don't think he's going to be able to get out of it. He claimed that he was going to be back in the office this week, That's not which happen. was hilarious because that, <laughs> well, I mean, they literally escorted him out. They had a police. It was beautiful. They, they police, they, they escorted him out again. And it goes to show you the bias in the media. Had the DA been a Republican and he was escorted out of his office by the police, you know, there would have been a picture of him being escorted out by the police With on the front page of the oh, yeah. paper in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat. Um, and uh, did we see anything like that in no. the coverage? No. no. Crickets. Do you think a creative loafing is going to have a, 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 a comment about what happened instead of just screaming bloody Oh, murder? no, of course not. They're so biased, and I, I get so annoyed by how 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 obvious they are. I mean, at least, lie to me. At least lie to me. Tease me a little bit. <laughs> Take me to dinner. <laughs> yeah, no, no, they don't care. It's, it's just... Um, yeah. So, anyways, uh, again, we are you okay? No, I'm trying to set this thing up. And uh, anyways, uh, let's see. Sorry, that's fine. I'll keep on filling air. There we go. Um, I think Warren's done, at least as far as being DA. But I think he's going to leverage this into running for Congress or oh, something. He's going to run. He's going to leverage this to run for something. No, he just will. He he's too much of a pretty he's too, boy. Yeah, he's he's, he's very, too, the ego's there. You know, like all the pieces are there. He's enough of a a firebrand now. You know, because now he has a personal story that you I'm know fighting the system. You know that gives him the opportunity to fight. You know to get elected, and you know it's funny because you know 
in a similar way like Carlos G. Smith, who's uh, currently running for re-election in Orlando, big liberal, LGBT guy. Um, you know, he says, oh, if Congress isn't going to get a, a firearms ban passed, I'm going to do it right here in Florida. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you're in Florida. Like, that is never going to happen. I'm going to rid Texas of the cattle companies. Yeah, exactly. You might as well say that you're going to rid Florida of sunshine. I mean, um, some, some people are trying. And, uh, you know, it's, it's that kind of absurdity. Um, and, and, you know, look, uh, it, it's, it, it's all obviously gas, you know, to try to get himself elected. I think he's, he's probably truly in trouble. I don't know what, how much his district changed, but it sounds like he's pretty desperate. It changed dramatically from what I understand. That's one of the, the districts that we're planning to pick up. So that should be interesting to see how that's going to run through. I know the districts here in, in Tampa Bay are kind of set in their stones. I, I think we might lose 64, 65, honestly, uh, seeing how that's starting to, to work its way out. But again, at the end of the day, we are so glad the governor was able to have the balls to do this. You don't hear this much from other right. governors doing removing actual AGs and everything else. And if anything, you hear... I knew he was in. He could do something like that when he removed the sheriff in um, in Miami. It was it Miami Dade that he removed the uh, Broward. Broward. Yeah, it was after the Parkland incident. Yes, and that was a big deal. People were very shocked that he did that, but it was within the Constitution. And the guy had just gotten the training from him like a month prior. So like this, it was a blatant. And again, that was a huge failure. It was. Yeah. It was. It was almost as bad as Uvalde has now turned out to be. Yes. Um, where. Uh, again, I mean, it was just incompetence from the top down. Uh, and then, of course, that just scratched the surface. All of a sudden, when it starts to bleed, you realize, wow, like this department is truly corrupt. Um, they had been fudging records and numbers yeah. and, you know, for all kinds of, uh, of grants. Um, and they, they'd been yeah. fudging the numbers on crime the statistics. The moment you saw that, the whole leadership needs to go. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Even if you didn't know and you're your sheriff, it doesn't matter. You need to know these things. And if you don't know, then you're incompetent and you need to go. We don't have time to be dealing with the ramifications of someone that doesn't take their job seriously. Well, and the audacity that he would then also try to run for office even after all of mm -hmm. that. I mean, after one of the worst high school massacres in this country, um, you're going to then run for office, yeah. you know, and try to seem competent in, in, in some light. Because they feel that they have to try to save their reputation somehow or another. Whatever happened to just walking away, putting yourself on. Dude, I wouldn't hire that guy to watch my parking lot, okay? <laughs> You're done. Like I wouldn't You're hire done. I wouldn't hire him to for TSA. No. Oh, let's not get into that conversation. Yeah. The things that they fail in every single cycle. All right. Thanks again, uh, everybody, for watching the Yard Sign. Uh, whenever, wherever you may be watching, listening to the program, don't forget uh, to for the video version of our broadcast. You can catch us on YouTube uh, and Facebook. But uh, if you'd rather listen to us, uh, you can take that anywhere and everywhere on your favorite social media or, or podcast platform, I should say. Uh, of course, you can always pick us up on the Tech Overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, and Samsung podcast platforms, and many more.
Um, and uh, don't forget, we uh, are brought to you by uh, our good friends over at Community Patriots, uh, who are currently in the middle of a couple great fundraisers. Well, they had one uh, just over the past weekend uh, where they had a wild game cookout. Uh, that was a, a lot of fun, I'm sure. Uh, unfortunately, I did not make it. I had family in town, but um, I heard it was great. It was at DC Gatufus's house, you know, who uh, he's a local guy who, you know, everybody pretty much loves. He's going to probably run for city council um, this uh, upcoming uh, local municipal election. Um, and then um, they have another fundraiser coming up and again these are all constitutionally minded people um they are nonpartisan. Uh, they are out there doing work in the community they're out there also supporting candidates that truly want to have an impact on the community uh they're not looking for that political ladder to work their way up uh so check out community-patriots.com that's community-patriots.com there's a pinellas chapter there's a hillsborough county chapter but you could open a chapter if you don't happen to be in either one of those counties i'm sure they that uh jeff or kimberly would love to hear from you so again visit them at community-patriots.com uh okay our second uh topic is uh going to be don't tread on my car uh and of course nowadays with uh printing with uh laser printing um in i don't know how many vanity plates like other states have but we have a ridiculous amount of vanity plates. I love it. I honestly absolutely love it. Now, kudos for the audacity of our good friend James Grant to get an Alabama. Uh, what is, was it? Uh, an Alabama um, uh, license plate for Florida? Is it Alabama? Auburn. Auburn. It's Auburn. Right. So in Florida... If you were an Auburn alumni or an Auburn <laughs> you fan, can get. you can get an Auburn license plate <laughs> thanks to James Grant. Okay. Uh, and, and, and then there's tons. I have a, a Disney one on one car, and then I have a, just a standard Florida license plate on the other. So, they're the, yeah, those are the notes I was talking about. Do you about. really believe that? Do you re honestly? It says. Stefanik. And it says. Stefanik is a congresswoman. I know. Rogers. I don't know. <sighs> So the the website that has it is thanks for the, the I'm sorry disruption. This, this is absolutely ridiculous. If it is actually think this is real. <laughs> the same way that Trump lunged at the Secret Service that nah, were driving the right. car, nah. driving the limo, and he was talking about the notes <laughs> in the toilet. I'm sorry, I am having such a good time seeing this hypocrisy, the, the stupidity. Absolutely, it's, the note just happens to say Roger Stone on it. It just happens to be that part of it. Roger Stefanik. Stefanik. This is yeah, so ridiculous. I'm absolutely appalled by Again, how they're stupid, just reaching for anything. How Every, stupid everything really and anything are. they can do to um, to find some way to stop Trump. This from is running. the reason why I believe, honestly, I believe seven percent of the country thinks that chocolate milk comes from chocolate milk, <laughs> chocolate cows. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> these are the reasons why we have conspiracy theories. Mind you, how many years has it been, and and this is just now coming yes. out? Oh come on! Did all these these plumbers all of a sudden have an awakening? You know where they were like, "All right, I've been sitting on these pictures of Trump's toilet." First of all, any blue collar worker <laughs> is a Trump supporter, so let's, let's get started right there. They would have burned that in effigy already. Um, I, I doubt their store got raided by the FBI when it comes to for, when the laptop situation. Well, and again, there's no way to validate. You know, there's to, no way that 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 came from where they're saying. Also, it came from. that toilet. 
looks uh, like plasticky. I doubt that's from the White House. I doubt that's from the the Oval Office. I highly doubt that. Anyways, DeSantis' proposals of license plates features warnings to out-of-town cars. And that's what I love about the license plate, the don't tread on me. I think it's phenomenal. I don't have no problem whatsoever with it. I think people are just being way too sensitive in regards to the license plates. Now, I will say I... It's a double-edged sword when you have the ability to put whatever license plates. Like, there's a process to get a license plate um, authorized, correct? You mean um, um, to get the vanity plate? Yes. You know? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's a process. I, I, we're not expecting to see. Like, well, I think a, the legislature has to vote on it. And, okay. You know, I think it's a whole deal. Do it. Who cares? I have no problem. We have. I like it. I mean, it's a cool-looking plate. Yeah. You know, but as someone was quick to point out is the irony that you know the don't tread on me flag was really about you know the british monarchy you know really kind of imposing their taxes uh, yeah. uh, on on the american citizens we want to make sure new yorkers when they come here they understand <laughs> that they cannot bring their policies here <laughs> right but then you're having to pay taxes quote unquote fees to get a vanity plate that says don't tread on me. Can you just let my 82-year-old <laughs> grandfather have the vanity plate? This is going to sell out in a heartbeat. The oh, amount you, of people at the villages are going to want this. Oh, you know, every Jeep crew is just going to be like oh, covered every with single these. One, every single one. Yeah, the villages are going to have these in droves. Oh, yeah. They're going to be handing them out at the oh. uh, 3, 3 p.m. dinner cycle. Well, they're going to have like the vanity vanity ones where they're like personalized <laughs> and they're going to be on the back of the golf carts. Oh, I almost got hit by a golf cart a few days ago. How'd that happen? I happened to be walking <laughs> in South Tampa to get something done instead of taking my vehicle. Was Anne Hayes driving? I don't know. It's one Did of you the, hear about that? One of the DeBoers. <gasps> yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're just having a coffee talk time right now. She literally drove her car right into a house in a Mini Cooper and survived. Good car caught her. on fire and everything. Good for her. So I'm feeling a little safer these days. <laughs> All right. <laughs> to be to put it a little bit, um, my nephew is going to be able to have a license in two years. Oof, no Could thanks. you imagine? I remember taking him to like like uh, YR events. Yeah, as he was a baby, and now he could drive a vehicle. That's frightening. I can't even. They always pick the, so, the they always pick the worst pictures for uh, the the governor. Oh, of course. If, you, if you've ever noticed, the left-leaning news articles always have the worst pictures for the governor. Mm. Bug-eyed and everything else, or like half in the middle of taking a, a sip or something. And then Fox has him like on a pedestal. So how many people do you think are re-registering their vehicles just to get that stupid license plate? We're, we're a state of almost 30 <laughs> million people. No, it's like 20, 20 now, 22. Anyways, uh, over 20 million people. I would say a third. I will say a third. Oof, wow. It's gonna be. It's hey, you pay the you pay the fee. It is a cool looking plate. You pay the fee because technically, if is, I had a black car, it, I would, it, oh wait, I do have a black car. <laughs> it's a Mini Cooper. Let's all calm down. Yeah, I know. Have you removed the Union Jack yet? Pretty stupid on a have Mini you Cooper. Removed? No, Union. not yet. It's in the shop. You know what? You should get the, <laughs> the license plate so that you can put it onto your Mini Cooper while it still has the <laughs> Union Jack on it. Be a rolling be in juxtaposition just to <laughs> hypocrite. <laughs> The back of the car is British with the white wants to rebel. <laughs> Monarchy in the front, rebellious in the back. Hey, here for a good time. Oh, man. 
<laughs> oh, that was good. When did the mohawk come back into <laughs> the mullet? The mullet. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know the good times. Oh man. Yeah, that's a white person thing. I have no idea how that the ever. mullet. Yeah. Oh, and it's coming back strong. It's coming very kids strong. Kids are str- kids are wearing it. Kids are loving it. I saw a pitcher on base on TV. I'm playing uh, Major League Baseball pitcher. Huge, curly. I mean, froey like, and then with the like '70s mustache that like kind of climbs over you know the, what? the lip. Pick a decade. Pick a decade. <laughs> I cannot have a porno mustache in the front with some kind of Daisy Duke situation in the back. I cannot do. Pick a lane. Yeah. and stick to it. This whole like every. I just. I just cannot. I cannot anymore. All right. Because now you can just you can do anything you want. You don't have to pick a gender. You don't have to pick a. You don't have to do anything. It's absolutely insane how these yeah. kids can think they can do whatever they want now. Now they don't even want to work five days a week. They want to work four days a week. Have you heard that push? Oh yeah. Of these zennials, I don't want to. What work. country is it that's trying it out? Uh, somewhere in Europe because we're paying for their military mm. uh, defense, so they have the money to be able to do something like that. I can't even anymore. Oh, Kimberly Davis is online. Kimberly, I hope that your daughter and the car is all right. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of kids driving. Oh, I couldn't even. Can you imagine when Valentina gets to drive? Well, you know, funny enough, I've actually had this conversation with her mom, which is that I don't think she'll. You okay. think she'll drive? I, I don't think she'll drive. She'll She will have the option not to drive. Because by then, I think they'll have sorted out all this self-driving stuff mm. you know i mean it's it's i watch a lot of videos specifically on tesla's full self-driving software and i'm telling you it's it's almost there and you figure she's six now so in nine years i think the technology is going to be there for full self-driving i'm going to say it won't because it, it will cause too much of a, a situation with humans not being having to be in the vehicle yeah, but the same thing the same thing happened with again when when cars first came out. You know, people were still used to horses and they were still used to bicycles and and walking around. Yeah, and we didn't have multi-billion I mean, cars dollars. like killed a lot of people when they first came out. Yeah, but I mean, they were white. So it really didn't matter. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so I genuinely think that she's going to have the option not to drive if she doesn't want to. You going to hold it? <laughs> My cu- my cousins barely. I mean, my cousins. Well, where's your cousin from? Where's your cousin? Live Both right of now? them. Well, one of them is living in China. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that went, that did not go the direction. No, and then the other one's go. living in Orlando. Oh, okay, okay. But so. my point is, is that they they barely wanted to drive. Like they they literally had no interest in it's driving. Such an American thing to drive to have that like Yeah, but right we of, had like badass our cars. Version of like a rite of passage. Yeah, to, but like we don't have those badass cars that make you want to go out and hit the road. Oh well, yeah, because you can't I mean you still can buy a Mustang for like forty or twenty something thousand dollars. Yeah, but again it's not they're they're not like fake cool. They're not really cool. Like you know, like a Camaro or a Mustang or a Corvette or a True. you know, or a Thunderbird well, or I mean, now, you know, these muscle have, cars that have, actually they, yeah. made you want to go out and drive. Well now you have like Teslas and like the Leaf and things like that. That these Yeah, but somebody made a good point. I'm a huge Tesla fan. Is is that Tesla is so easy to drive. Yes. And has made it so seamless of an effort to drive. That they have to distract you with all the other stuff that that the Tesla could do, like oh, you can watch Netflix. Can't you like the, you can play chess and there's button? farting noises? And <laughs> isn't there a button that you can push <laughs> to make engine noises? So then yeah. you don't. That's insane. I right. love that. 
I don't know. I, I get it where we're going in the direction of that. And also talking about something we might talk about in the future and the next topic, I don't think you can buy a Tesla using the credits of the new uh the new climate change bill because they because this White House does not like Tesla whatsoever because they're non-union. Yeah, because they're non-union. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I think that's so stupid. Well, now because uh, you know Musk has declared himself a Republican. <laughs> that's another topic for another time. Let Musk let Musk run for office. That'd no, be, oh, I'll man. say this. I think I said this last time. You know that he's. Can you imagine? Yes, he, I can. It's gonna be a nightmare. What he could do, like what, what he's done with his own money. Imagine what he could do with with the government's budget. So I heard a really funny joke a few days ago about the the, the budget. They're like, so NASA was originally, did you, I was about to say, did you cut me off? <laughs> so NASA was originally designed to search uh, under the water. And for the last 60 years, they've been trying to get us off the planet. <laughs> that's like, that's actually pretty funny. I've never heard that. Yeah. I just, not, that can't be true. I, read, I did a research on it. It is true. But aeronautical is in their name. Why would they have anything to do with the ocean? All I can tell you originally. <laughs> Kimberly Davis will run, will run the campaign. Yeah. I will say this. I think of all the billionaires and, uh, and tech overlords that we have right now, I put more faith in Elon Musk after his shirtless picture on the yacht. Because <laughs> at least you know he's doing the work. Oh, I thought you were going to say at least we know he's human translucent <laughs> yeah seriously somebody else said that somebody i think it was andrew schultz i yeah, think that I'm, said i'm pulling the joke from him yeah yeah, yeah. he goes he goes you know that man's been sleeping at the factory <laughs> like looking like that like you know that guy's putting Have in the you work seen bezos yeah bezos oh no that's too much bezos looks like he's like pitbull's like third cousin twice it's removed he looks like a bodyguard now yeah. that's, you haven't been to the corporate office in a long time what i loved was his like scarface inspired <laughs> like like super cheesy miami look oh, that I he had a while back with his new girlfriend wife whatever she is as soon as the as soon as the shirts get two sizes his too cuban small, side was coming out far. It's that's definitely his cuban side oh definitely out. oh yeah he wants to run a nation <laughs> yeah. well think about it what what youth did that guy actually ha probably have none there right. was no youth. yeah so he's he living was, in now he was inside a warehouse somewhere yeah and his boat actually just got out of a, a wet dock or dry dock 400 million dollar yacht wow and like they were talking they were talking crap about it. i'm like you know how many people got employed by making that thing? There was a lot of blue-collar jobs. You know how many people have to work to keep that boat floating? <laughs> Honestly, it's like it's like a crew of like 40. Oh, I'm sure. There's a lot of... I don't know what's wrong with me. A lot of white people get here. <laughs> what's with you? I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> Man, you have it out. It's been, a, it's been a day. You have it out for our Caucasian brethren it's, today. You know what? I had to deal with a lot of them today. So... <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Resentment I'm not gonna there. lie. I had dealt with a lot of Caucasian, a lot of Baptists. That was just it was too much. <laughs> at, oh some, at, at some time, it was too much. Well, let's get into our final topic uh, <laughs> here, which is uh, the Biden bill. Uh, Dems doubling down on this inflation because they uh, are swearing that they are going to reduce inflation by causing more of it. Um, you know, the, famously, uh, the, there was a reporter who asked at the White House that 230 economists, uh, including uh, uh, Penn, um, uh, I guess it was a, um, anyhow, 230 economists basically said that this is going to do zero for reducing the inflation. Uh, if anything, possibly add to the inflation, there's going to be job losses. Uh, I mean, this thing's going to be a disaster. Uh, and Chuck Schumer's response is, well, they're wrong. 
you know, because of course a guy who's been in government his whole life would know better. I love a guy who's literally gotten us to the problems that we're in today thinks that he knows better than 230 economists. Someone made a, a really good example. Like you can tell the bill will do the opposite of it by the name. So right. it's the inflation reduction act, right? What in it is reducing inflation? I, okay. I would, I, I was reading up on it a little bit today. Tons of money towards climate change. Ton, and even then it's not real climate. Like no, some some of the no, it's more subsidies i'm sure yeah it's a lot more subsidies it's electric cars like we are now printing more money like we are now going to have to print the bill the democrats rally behind a 430 billion dollar climate health care and tax overhaul after senator um senator majority leader chuck schumer reaches the last minute deal with um uh, mansion who had helped him previously for the proposal so i get i understand what why they gave in at the end of the day but this doesn't do anything that no. gives uh, tax credits to extend uh, extending the energy production and investment of technology i thought we just did that with the bill with the chip act and then tax credits would be created for the extending of additional technology and many of the incentives also contain bonuses which the companies. chip act is going to end up backfiring on us because again a lot Ugh. of the manufacturing is going to end up going to china and well, they're no gonna, no no one no one does chip manufacturing in China. That's that's not going to happen because they don't have the facilities to be able to do the high end chips. That's why it's all in Taiwan, which Taiwan was ingenious of marketing that corner, cornering that market because now they're in the middle. The U.S. doesn't want to lose its its chip manufacturer, Taiwan, and China wants Taiwan back, and so we're not going to give it to them. Anyways. Consumer and business get uh, incentives to make cleaner energy choices. Tax credits are extended to residents in clean energy uh, expenditures, or roofs, solar roofs, heat pumps, and small wind energy systems. Tax credit. This is just all tax credits. You're just giving more stuff right. to the upper, to middle and upper class people. The bigger problem with this is that those that are making under four hundred thousand dollars is going to have to pay more taxes. Oh, it's the big the, the IRS thing is the most That's, ridiculous part of this I whole. I could bill. not believe the tax thing. So large corporations will pay for climate and health measures within the bill i, I just i don't I, 80 billion dollar boost to enforcing the irs democrats hope that with more employees and better technology the irs can more closely examine wealthy individuals that's not going to happen well in, and again in 2022 like how many especially a bureaucratic agency with all the tools and resources that we have technologically who actually needs more manpower if anything, we probably need fewer people. I mean, you look, if there's no reason, first of all, 50% of the federal government is already paid by like 10% of the of, of, of taxpayers. So like 80. I, I mean, if you want, I know it, it gets even worse as you get into the bigger numbers, but I just, I don't understand the purpose of adding so much money to the IRS. I don't understand the purpose of increasing corporate taxes. Like that doesn't make any sense. We are literally... You're pushing us to a to a worsened recession, yeah. if we can even call well, it. A recession. People in the poverty brackets uh, get audited five times more How? than the average American. If you're making under fifty thousand dollars, you shouldn't even be audited. You shouldn't even have to pay taxes. Right. Honestly, why even bother? Ugh. But what they are doing is they want to take more of your money. They want to make sure they're taking every penny that you make. That's the only way to make more to get more resources or more revenue is to tax everyone. And like yeah. if you were just to say that, I think it'd be easier for people to swallow. But don't tell me you're taxing the the only the wealthy and everything else because you're going to have others that are making a little bit more than minimum wage to be able to now what's the what's the purpose? Yeah. And all of this is going to get stripped out in the next administration. There like was literally the worst, there the was an amendment that they that Republicans tried to pass saying that they couldn't audit anyone making less than 
I think it was fifty thousand dollars. May have been or maybe a, a, a slightly higher number, uh, number th- thousands of dollars a year, and Democrats struck it down. I am I'm appalled about what is going to happen with this coming cycle. I mean, again, it's only two years, so God willing, we'll have a Demo- we'll have a Republican in the what White I House. What I understand is how is it possibly a good idea? How do they see this, or are they so blinded by their own agenda? that they would think that it's a good idea to raise taxes and spend more money in a recession with high inflation. They would rather have people lose their jobs than to have to deal with the actual fundamental issues that we're dealing with in this country yeah. when it comes to infrastructure, when it comes to, and again, the things that they've passed, okay, you've passed it. You you barely passed the infrastructure bill last year that was not enough to do anything and is is majority going to be taken up by consultants and by, by engineering companies. You pass a bill that doesn't do as much as you should do. Like, again, you're doing something, but not anything that changes the the needle when it comes to the country and the country is going to get is getting more and more upset because of it because their lives aren't getting better because of it yeah. you giving the irs 80 billion dollars to hire people which i have no idea we're going to hire these we're going to find these people it's, it's just going to piss off more people and that's what makes people upset and makes you lose the your majority because chuck schumer will not be majority leader come come november i guarantee that and this should be the strike, you know, this should be the match that lights the fire under Republicans to do everything they can to abolish the IRS. <laughs> I mean, it's never going to happen. You're not going to abolish. That's the thing. You can't but at least reduce far, it. Why would you go that far? But you can, though. You can by saying that you're going to reduce taxes and you're going to reduce certain policies. If they literally passed, if they literally passed um, a flat tax, then there would be no need for the IRS. I need the IRS so I'm able to take advantage of the policies and procedures for me and my clients. I understand that. But but again, why it will never happen. That's yeah, the tax but can the you tax, pass a flat tax? Absolutely. No, you, you the No, per, it'll never happen. It'll never happen. Because there's too many people taking especially those in in government. Correct. Taking advantage of all the loopholes. Okay. And but everyone can take advantage of the loopholes. It's, it's, you know, again, I think I, I know, re- but how many of them actually know the loopholes? 70% of the tax law is, is, is telling you how to cheat the system, not telling you how to get paid. Like, I, I can't remember the, 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 the verbiage of it right now, but like the majority of the tax laws are meant for you to, to, for you not to pay taxes. Right. And then giving you ways to not pay taxes than for you to pay taxes. Like it's that ridiculous. Yeah. And again, we make so much money in this country that, that we ha- these are the problems that we're having. When we should be really talking about what, how is food security going to be in the next six months? Again, when the, the world bill. is going to hell in a right. Yeah, exactly. You're, and you're this bill to, tackles none of that. Tackles nothing. Sri Lanka is falling apart. Egypt is falling apart. We are Pakistan had to get a loan from in, from China. Oh, but one boat left the docks of Ukraine. Yay! Yay. yeah after months of negotiations and people dying they had one boat leave hey and you know where you know where it's going europe no germany no no lebanon oh interesting yeah Mm. i mean after the first explosion i mean they might as well put another one in there yeah seriously (laughs) so i would check that boat 12 times over before it entered the the, uh beirut not beirut um Oh, and by the way, and I know Lebanon's it's capital. I know you're all on board with it, but apparently we're giving <laughs> another uh, double-digit billion-dollar forty billion donation to the Ukraine. Hey, it is what it is. You gotta do what you gotta do. 
After you were just I'm saying just gonna, how ridiculous gonna, all the spending is. Yes, because that spending is doing absolutely nothing for the United States. Spending money in Ukraine actually is doing something for the United States. I'm not going to look at you because I don't know how I don't to agree. look at you without saying it. However, knowing that Russia is going to continue moving forward, if we would not have stopped them in your in, in Ukraine, would have then entered would have then required NATO to get involved, and NATO getting involved would have caused a much bigger problem. I would rather us fight Russia with Ukraine in the middle than American soldiers having to fight uh, Russia in Europe again. Why are we Why are we involved in the first place? Because. The goal is to not have Russia take over Ukraine because the next step from Ukraine is Poland. And Poland is a part of NATO and we are a part okay, of NATO. Okay, great. So you would, rather, you would rather us wait until Russia is steaming through the, the Straits of Germany before we got involved? Well, we're already set up in Poland. But not. I mean, so we're ready to go. Not, not when you have three hundred thousand Russians. Ready. We're ready to throw. Yeah, we, you don't think we're not ready? We, we between have, Germany and Poland, you don't think our military is ready think to go? We have a hundred thousand people waiting. I don't think now we need. We do. I don't think we need a hundred thousand. With uh, with our technology and our planes and our weapons and. I don't think we need. Uh, we don't. It's not the fact that we have the technology. It's the fact that the other person on the other side has a nuclear weapon. So what? He's not going to use it. So what? Okay. He's not going to use it. Again, it is good foreign policy for us to be interfering with Ukrainian uh, insurrection. And we're going to get nothing in return. Meanwhile, Ukraine. We're getting a lot of it. Ukraine we're getting a lot. Now, no, Ukraine is now. Lot. Ukraine is now uh, over in China trying to make a deal with Xi Jinping. We have, real, we have come to realize. Kissing his ass. We've come to realize that the Russian military was nothing compared to what we thought it was. And we also realized that China has been talking to both sides of its butt of this course. entire time. But now you have evidence of that because they can't even take out. But instead. Instead of coming to the United States and saying, hey, will you help us rebuild the Ukraine? Guess who he's asking to help rebuild the Ukraine? He's asking everyone. No, he's asking the Chinese. He's asking everyone. He's asking the Chinese. He's asking everyone. All he's doing is taking our money. Yes, as he should. As he should? Yes, we're giving Why? him money and weapons to be able to fight the Russians and push back. The fact that Russia has not know. completely I, taken out I see Ukraine. This going, I see this going south for the United States. I don't think I it's going to go south I at all. I think this it's is going to end very badly we have for done, us. It's actually given us more than anything else. Uh, we now have two new members in NATO, which is great, and they actually are have the ability to fight for themselves. That's yeah. perfect. We're they still going to contribute more than anybody. It's than fine. We are, we are the great white hope when it comes to Europe. We have the funding to do it. We just gave forty four hundred billion dollars for stupid. I'll uh, maintain my prediction that this is going to go south of the United But what's States. your definition of going south? I don't know. They're going to uh, ally with China, or they're going to. You're you upset know, that or, Ukraine is going to ally with or, China, or Zelensky's going to do something with the money. He's going to run off with the money or something, or you know, uh, I just if he was going to run off, he would have done it by now. Honestly, no, I don't think so. I the money hadn't come in yet. I don't think the I don't think the president of Ukraine is gonna go running off with the money. Mm. I think we're getting exactly what we need when it comes to the Russia Ukrainian situation. I don't know. I, I continue to see what who was it? Some celebrity went over there. And um, and and like and now is the guy that did milk. No, it was a woman. Um <laughs> anyways. And, and you know, and again, it's like the Vogue photo shoots, and now you know, oh, like they're getting all see, wrapped I up. I did in their, see the Vogue photo shoot of the president, and no, it was the president and his wife. No, I know, but there was some female celebrity that went over there, and you know, and of course, you know, there was a photography entourage in tow, and you know, it was like a whole thing. Like the, there, there's something, there's something. I mean, not the capital right. city is not pretty safe. There's something it's not, not right with these Zelenskys. As much as it was, anyone in Eastern Europe is not. 
Do you know who who is that one guy that's on everyone's algorithms right now that talks badly about women? I don't know. Something Tate. Hmm? Some some boxing guy that's bald that always takes like shots about America or shots about women in the West. I don't know. We'll talk later about it. No, but did you hear Roger Waters taking sides with Russia? Roger Waters of Pink Floyd. I have no idea. No, apparently he was uh, being interviewed by a uh, national talk radio show host, Michael Smirconish. Mm-hmm. And uh, and basically, he uh, at a concert, he had like a slideshow of war criminals. And among the slideshow was a picture of, no, Joe Biden. Oh, my gosh. And he says, uh, coming soon or something like that. And then in an interview, he says that um, he sides with Biden. He supports Biden. And he doesn't understand why the United States is... Is uh, supporting the Ukraine. I mean, he he sides with um, Vladimir. Sorry, Putin. Yeah. Again, I think time will tell what position if this is the correct one. I actually support the position. I'm not the, saying our position's incorrect. I'm not saying what we're doing isn't noble and just. And and what I'm saying is is that there there's something not right. We're I mean we're dumping billions every single week, billions of dollars every single week in, yes. into this thing. Yes. And 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 I don't see how that ends well for the United States. I think this will end very well for the United States. In we what did, way? They have this, nothing to offer. We did the same thing. What do they have to offer? That's not the point. That Jonathan. is the point. No, it's not. The point is global stability. The That's whole the reason. Point. The ro- can, whole reason we're in this not, mess. You cannot in the first have a place world, is because everybody decided to not after have World, world War Two. Everybody decided to lean on the United States. No, the the United States bribed everyone in the world to follow the policy that we wanted. That's the point of Brecken Wood. That was the whole point of this. We rebuild the world. You take and use our dollar. So then we, for all transactions will happen, we will govern and we will police all the waterways so you don't have to re-engage in the colonial system that you idiots have been following for the last two centuries that have done nothing but cause damage and poverty in the world. Yeah, and but we... I- Created, I think it's time to pull out. We of that created a hundred years of stability, and now we have been pulling out because we, as Americans, we didn't we didn't participate in the system that we created. Only eight percent of U.S. Uh, U.S. trade is done outside of Mexico and Canada, right? And so we didn't care, and now we're like, okay, we don't want to pay for this anymore, and we've been slowly doing that since um, since Bush Senior. And we, he was the only person that actually had an idea of what we wanted to do in the future when it comes to like engaging after the Soviet Union fell apart. And now we've been adrift for 30 years because no one wants to do anything. And so now we're going home and we're taking our toys with us, which means that the world is going to literally fall apart. If you're okay with 2 billion people re-entering poverty, then that's perfectly fine. If that's what you feel. But that's what we have been doing. Well, it's we not our been, responsibility. How is it not our responsibility? We have been blessed. Because it wasn't our responsibility in the first place. We, wa- we told people that we would take care of them if they would yeah, just follow our system. After the Soviet Union. Okay, which has been what, 30 years? It has been 30 years. So now we're trying to figure out what we're going to do now. But what happens to the world when we stop paying attention and when we stop caring about the world? Yeah, but again, at what point do we stop putting our lives, Americans' lives on the line, American, why I would Americans' give money, money on the to, line? I would rather give money No, we to shouldn't a cause. Be, we shouldn't be sending soldiers. We shouldn't be sending money. If let we, that thing, if let we, that play out by all the people who are affected. We know what's going to play out. It's happened before. 20 million. That's great. Then let it get to point where we need to get involved and then we'll get involved yeah when we just when like that, we did the first two times yeah and you know how many people died because of, we waited and we put our hands we okay, had to get punched we, in the face with with hawaii before we ever entered 
Well, but that, but again, that was unexpected. And the only reason, no, it wasn't unexpected. We caused a problem with the oil ability in, um, in, uh, oh my gosh, in the southeast of Asia, in uh, the Philippines. We cut off Japan's uh, Japan's uh, ability to get oil from the Philippines, and they took a preemptive strike on us because we were doing that. We were messing with their oil in China. And Japan has no resources whatsoever. I mean, again, national. We will bicker about national politics to the day we die because we have nothing else better to do because we're just, we're literally, we have no one else to worry about. But in regards to what happens globally, our decisions have long ramifications that people don't understand. Um, U.S. investment companies I having an economic and environmental grading for countries so that they would invest in is the reason why Sri Lanka decided to get rid of fertilizer and now they can't feed themselves. I mean, we have ramifications that cause billions of people to suffer and we in, until americans understand that we have that kind of responsibility we're always going to have this problem there's a reason why we're we're in ukraine is because you do not have you do yeah but we've created to have a it's superpower it's thinking the, that it, they could just absorb another country next to them it's these american corporate conglomerates that have created this problem it's not it's, they've created this esg scores they have they've they've created this system that is causing the world to collapse it's causing some and, parts of the world and, to collapse. And the problem is, is that now the United States is collapsing. The United States is not collapsing. Of course it is. We're How having is supply chain issues. That's We're having food collapsing. shortage issues. For, for, our, for our standard of living, it is. That's not collapsing. That's not collapsing at all. Are mind you, still, you that the next, mind you okay, that the I next. I apologize that now you, next, instead of 20 cereals, you now have an option of 10 cereals. The That's next not war, collapsing. The next war that we're going to be involved in is going to be for natural resources. And I'm talking like all kinds of natural resources, not just oil. Not with us. With somewhere else around the is. country? No. The next the next hotspot will either be the Middle East or it will be the uh, southeast of Asia. That's where the next large conflict is going to be because you have a lot of people trying to get through very small spaces and someone is going to touch someone's resources and it's going to blow up. The United States will probably turn back into an energy supplier going forward. We have the most arid land or most fertile land in the world. So we'll be able to feed ourselves and we'll be able to move our supply chains closer to closer to canada and mexico okay but that's where the focus needs to be and the thing is is that right now when we're talking about the homeless population we're talking about uh where our veterans are you know in all of this well you're talking about the state of many of our cities okay like all these billions of dollars mind you regardless of who's who's in power in some of these places and who's in charge of some of these problems um a, you know a lot of these problems could be solved with all this money that we're sending overseas you know, and again, it's it, you're going to tell me that you know we don't have money for infrastructure, but you were sending billions of dollars every week, you know, to a foreign country where it's just being blown up in a matter of minutes. We have money for all the things that you're asking for. The problem is, it's the allocations of funds and resources that are governed by the people that we elect every single year. Exactly. So I, and they're the globalists. At and the end of the day. And their interests are more in, in the Ukraine and in Europe. The day, and if can, if, here in the if United California States. wants to give a homeless person $600 a week or $1,000 a month, then that's what California wants to do. I cannot dictate what California does because I am not a voter in California. We're not talking about you that. You just said homeless. We're talking about the- You just talked about homelessness. Yes, nationally. And that's as a national want, problem. Homeless has been a national problem for the last 50 years. We've been we've been fighting poverty on a war on poverty and war on crime. And what has that done? Has done nothing. Governments cannot do those kind of things. It's local politicians right, and but what local they can people do is, can't is, is infrastructure. Where we're saying that you know we have an outdated infrastructure. We have an outdated electrical grid. 
Um, you know, there are plenty of other areas that the government should be working on that, again, you know, they want to claim that there's no money for, but there's plenty of money when it comes for, you know, for war foreign and war machine. Foreign policy and, has been has been allocated resources and funds, and they should be given those resources and funds. Yeah, but they're given a blank check. It's okay. not like it's a line item. If we wanted to do that when it came to the pop, again, asking the federal government to get rid of poverty is like asking the I'm federal not, government to get, get rid of sand in They're California. not going to eradicate poverty. Gonna, but I understand that. That's the conver- but, but this the problem is, is that, you know, while they're out there trying to save, you know, a, a country halfway around the world, again, that's money that could be used here, you know, and this is why Trump won. It was, it was because, again, like they were prioritizing all these other countries over our own. When we have very real problems here that could be solved by all this money, if they're going to spend that money, the lifestyle, if they're going to waste that money to begin with, then use it here in the, the United lifestyle States, not Ameri- overseas. The lifestyle of Americans and what we get and how we produce and what we feed ourselves, it cannot be sustained around the world. And so a, li- a certain kind of lifestyle has to be maintained around the world. And that's how, and you have to dictate that with foreign policy. If you are just doing well, that's not, not our job. If you're doing, yes, it is our job. We are it's not we, our job. We are. And the, those other countries the don't only, want it to be our job. We are the only superpower. They just want our money. We are the only superpower. That is our job. That's not our job. If we want they the just world, want our money. We want the world to go to hell in a handbasket and 2 billion people to die from starvation. Then fine. F it. Let's let's who cares? Pull everything back. There's so many countries the world that will fall apart. There's so many other countries that do nothing. What? Why what is it? Mean, why would nothing? it be wrong for us to do not for us to do oh nothing? Gosh, because that's not who we are. That's not how Americans are. We see a problem. We go and we fix it. We do something. Now we're, it's not. I'm not talking about uh, the Americans. What was the last problem we fixed? What was the last problem? What was the last problem that we fixed? We fixed? Uh, grain. That was the last big problem that we fixed. Where? In India, actually, our funding was helping the genetics to engineering to grow larger wheat. Yeah, that the was corporate a big conglomerates. One. That, I'm sure that hey, it fed, it's feeding the world. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a it's a double edged sword at the end of the day. So it is what it is. We there's benefits and there's pitfalls when it comes to globalization, and we're now dealing with the pitfalls of it when it came to the supply chain because you cannot have at demand resources. You have to be able to plan for the future, and that's what's happening now. Well, what ticks me off about you know getting back to you know what it originally started is talking about this Biden bill. Is this again? It passed on a fifty fifty vote. Kamala Harris got to be the tie breaking vote as uh, she cackled her way into uh, declaring her vote. And that's, I'm, I'm not even making that up. Like that is literally how it was reported. Um, she stood up there laughing and cheering and clapping as she made the deciding vote on this bill. Um, again, doesn't accomplish anything. It lines the pockets of, you know, all these manufacturers making solar panels, electric cars, and all this nonsense that is not going to solve climate change, thanks to India and China. It won't solve climate change. It won't solve inflation. And if anything, it will it will increase the unemployment. Well, somebody's rate. saying it's gonna it's gonna cause about nine hundred thousand jobs lost. I wouldn't be surprised. The country right the the elites that are running the bill, the country at the moment feel that an increase in unemployment is necessary to reduce the rapid incre- rapid heating of the economy. Do I disagree with that statement? No, I don't disagree with that statement. I think there needs to be a reduction of spending, uh, consumer spending, which is not happening. It's actually increasing. We're seeing an increase in consumer spending. We're seeing an increase in consumer consumption. This is a this is a huge problem. The economists and the leaders of the country do not understand what's happening, and they don't know how to fix it. 
because the the i because the fed is a screw is a basically it's a screwdriver it it knows how to release and to tighten it does not know how to deal with unforeseen consequences and i think that's what we're dealing with right now i don't think interest rates are going to go down anytime soon i think they're going to have to increase for the next three or four years for us to get back to normality when it comes to the interest rate so i i don't i don't know where this ends you don't have a situation i don't think we haven't had a situation where we have a decrease in gdp but we have an increase in uh, in uh, in jobs last friday they reported 500,000 new jobs and the month before that got re, re um got corrected increased that doesn't make any sense yeah. and that's what we're dealing with now we don't know how this works we don't know if the inflation is being caused by consumption or being caused by supply and until we figure out which is which we don't know how to move and we don't we can't see an out of that and until we see an out they're going to keep on doing what they're doing they're going to keep on raising a, uh, 50 basis points 75 basis points because they don't know what else to do they have to try to curb consumption and the only way to conserve consumption is to increase increase costs but what's also increasing costs is that we're moving everything back to mexico and china and mexico and canada and and in the south building new factories and new plants and new and new manufacturing facilities that all costs money which means that you're gonna have to pay more for that hamburger and that shoe it is what it is but i think it's overdue i mean honestly to a certain uh, to a certain extent i don't disagree but there's no way to curb that without overshooting it so anyone telling you that we're gonna have a, a soft landing doesn't know where they're talking about also what happens in the south is nowhere near what's going to happen in the northeast when it comes to economic policies how on earth is it that the average rent in new york city is five thousand dollars right that's insane. But it's also insane. That's got to collapse at some point. I don't think it will. It's New York. I, I think around the boroughs, it's going to collapse. But New York is New York, and people figure out a way to pay for for stuff. Yeah. Because because that and that's why it's a it's a weird barometer. You cannot compare New York to Tampa to LA. It just it doesn't make sense. And we're 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 de coupling with a lot of things that are happening in the world. And and I get it when people talk about what's happening in, in Europe and what's happening in the Middle East and, oh, good, on GMOs with the new part of the bill. I'm, there's a lot of things happening. I mean, this bill is going to kill innovation. I agree with you, Mr. Smith. That's on the report. I'm reading the comment section now. Yeah. And so, like, and, and I agree, and Kimberly Davis is right. There's a, a friend of ours, just uh, their condo in the middle of the city. Like, this is in, like, downtown Tampa or, like, on Bayshore or West Shore. They're, they're their rent went from thirteen hundred a month to three thousand dollars a month. That that's inappropriate. I don't understand why there hasn't been. If you want act enact change, the city of Tampa leadership, you shouldn't be allowed to increase rents by more than like twenty percent of someone that's already living in the home. Like that's an easy win right there. You yeah. have to slowly be able to move it up. Do a cap. And, yeah. And that's the thing. And how on earth are you allowing people to get completely hosed when it comes to rents? I, I just I don't understand. I'm glad that. We're, we're but that's why also i mean some landlords are choosing not to renew people's rents yeah because they know they can get the next guy in there and the next guy's going to pay you know well, why uh, eight hundred dollars more why or hasn't more. there been some kind and this is where government interference is necessary is that it's not impacting people's uh, a staple of people's well, because, lives because the, the the politicians at the local level 
you know, are just as much bought and paid for the developers, you know, again, these, you know, these investors, you know, they're the ones stroking the big campaign checks. You know that. Yeah. It's, it's, that's something that's very upsetting that from what yeah. I hear from everyone. Again, I, I can't speak. I'm, I'm blessed and, and highly favored that we were able to lock a rate in our home years ago and we're living off of that still. But like, we hear horror stories now from a lot of people around that are, are in these situations. You where, married that good credit. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh you talking talking about white people i married a white person so i'm good <laughs> like that i'm fine don't try to save like all the criticisms you set up to this, now. this brown person is good <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started with you me what did i do i didn't oh, do nothing you don't, you don't got a you don't got a, a white woman at all <laughs> oh boy all right so uh um well, uh, again, I mean, there's going <laughs> to be plenty to talk right. about. There's going to be plenty to talk about next week. Again, is uh, it's as, an enjoyable conversation, honestly. It's a, it's what it, is it's foreign policy and domestic policy. Oh, well, it yeah. really is an interesting concept because depending I was like, on, it was like where, the white women is like I didn't know where you were going to. I take mean, it. some days it's. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's interesting to see from different people's perspective. We we agree with probably eighty to ninety percent of everything. Sure. But these are the few things that we kind of don't agree with. Right. Which has because, always been the dynamic of the show. And that's what I love about the show. Yeah. It's because we as diehard Republicans still have an issue when it comes to domestic and foreign policy, which is fine because that's how it should be. Because it's your position on foreign policy is based upon your worldview. Yeah. At the end of the day. No, and I'm much more libertarian when it comes to foreign policy. Yeah. And it's perfectly fine. We all fall short from the glory. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and with that. <laughs> On that note, um, you know, the uh, just as a closing statement, so uh, President uh, Petro uh, was sworn into office in Colombia yesterday, I believe, or over the weekend. Um, and he is the first leftist, or what they're considering the first leftist president in, uh, in recent uh, history in Colombia, and um, honestly, for those of us who are not a fan of his election uh, and his policies, uh, we're certainly uh, hoping that it doesn't go the way of Venezuela. But uh, again, his policies, his campaign talking points, uh, everything he kind of stands for leans in that direction. And so uh, kind of prayers out to Colombia and their new leadership. And hopefully, you know, that, um, you know, maybe in four years, uh, they'll, there'll be a writing of the ship and hopefully it won't be too late by then. But it's, it's um, so weird. It's so weird to see that from a distance and from afar. Well, especially having such a clear back. example. I know. I know. Right next door. That they've literally been affected by. And it was a pretty amazing how talking points wise, they were able to flip that whole narrative on the current administration as if they had anything they could do about it. Yeah. You know, the fact that there was an influx of millions of Venezuelans into Colombia. Uh, I mean, again, it, it's like, how are you going to stop that? Mm -hmm. Especially when you're connected. I mean, again, it's, it's like our struggle with at the southern border. Yeah. I mean, it's nearly impossible to stop that from happening. Um, and, uh, and so there's been a rise in unemployment, rise in crime, rise in, I mean, you name it. Um, and they were able to pin that on the existing administration. And that's how they've ended up with this guy who, again, is uh, a known former terrorist, 
uh, which again, also just insane. It's insane. Um, known to favor uh, Nicolas Maduro of Venezuela. Um, known to favor socialist Marxist uh, policies. Um, and so, you know, one can only hope that uh, the Congress there, which is very similar to ours uh, here in the United States, will somehow kind of hold the line and maybe stop some of those more dangerous policies that he's probably going to put in place. Well, if you're looking at that, I am actually looking at what's happening in China in regards to the boycott of paying mortgages on second and third homes. Huh. And that kind of ballooning into a much larger situation where their banking system is now starting to reduce itself because people are refusing to pay for homes that have yet to be built. Who would have thought that would be that would be an issue? Yeah. So that should be fun. Could you imagine paying getting a mortgage for a home that has yet to be built and has no. not been built in 3 years as a second home? As a second home. Yeah, no. That, it's, ins it's insane what's hap what's allowed to happen. I mean, sometimes you'll buy a house, you know, as many people do, that's under construction. Yeah, yeah. In the hopes that it's going to be pre completed. Pre-sale, construction. Yeah, yeah, within a reasonable yeah, amount of time. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, in China, there's uh, currently 235 property developments, uh, um, 24 out of 31 provinces that have yet to be built and people are paying mortgages on. And that is starting. And so what's happening now is that individuals are protesting at the banks because then those banks are going under. So then they're losing their deposits and they're losing their assets. All the money they've already contributed. Yes. And in and, and China. But then they have these ghost cities too. Yeah. But the purpose of those ghost cities is because people bought up those properties thinking that they would increase in value because only property in China keeps on going up. And so like they're expecting when their kid goes to college, they'll sell that house. It's almost like an investment. And so they've decoupled themselves from actual dwelling. So they would rather have no one live in the house. For thirty years, or yeah. for whatever amount of time, then someone so to it's somewhere in to basically put their money in and, and just sit. Huh. And that's why you have ghost cities. Gotcha. Yeah, it's interesting. It's fascinating. Mm. However, this can be a, a quick um, domino effect when it comes to the destruction of, of the Chinese um, economic policies. I haven't been this excited for an implosion of a government's a treasury since Greece. <laughs> And you know you took full well advantage of that too. I mean, Lauren owns an island in, off the coast of, of Athens. Oh gosh! <laughs> All right. Yeah. On that note, got everybody that, got that green back. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching. An evil David Cabrera with me as always. Uh, your host is always Johnny Torres. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching. Uh, on that note, we're going to call it a night. Uh, thank you. Uh, make sure to, again, follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Uh, and then you can also uh, get the audio version of our podcast on your favorite podcast platform. More over the Tech Overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, and uh, Samsung Podcast Platforms. Uh, on behalf of Enable, I'm Johnny Torres. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.